Hey you, are you successful? Think about it. What the hell does it even mean? For some people it might be kicking the winning goal after the siren. For someone else, it might be a holiday home in Byron Bay. For someone else, it might be fame and fortune. The thing is, we get caught up in this idea of success and we don't even really know what it is. So we're going to pull, prod and poke what success actually means by talking to people who've achieved it. It's Success the Podcast and it's available on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Phoebe's Fall. This is a special update ahead of Episode 5's release. We've often mentioned the seven-hour window in which Phoebe could have died. If you've been with us from the beginning, you'll be familiar with the fact that no time of death was ever established for Phoebe Hansjuk. So we thought we'd take the opportunity to explain why it wasn't done and ask, would it have made any difference to the investigation? Now, there's a pathologist on call 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. They are experienced people. I've seen the name of the pathologist in this case, and he's a respected and very well-qualified and experienced pathologist. He was there for a long time before I left the homicide squad. I would at least be calling him and discussing with what we were confronted and requesting that he attend and see the body in situ. That's Roland Legg, the former homicide detective who reviewed Phoebe's case for us. For him... One of the biggest mysteries of Phoebe's final day is the seven-hour window during which she could have died. This situation, I would have probably suggested that he attend because of the strange circumstances and I'd be wanting to have the temperature of the body taken where it was lying at that time. Roland accepts that getting a precise time of death isn't easy, but he's adamant it should have been done in Phoebe's case given she was last seen alive at midday and her body discovered just after 7pm. And we simply don't know what happened in between. So we're looking at seven hours until the body's found. We're probably looking at eight or nine hours until the pathologist is checking the temperature. I, I would hope that he'd be able to narrow it to some degree as to the time that Phoebe passed away. But that would be important to at least try to establish, obviously, what time her death occurred. The homicide detectives who attended Phoebe's death didn't call out pathologist Matthew Lynch to get an approximate time of death. And remember, none of the police or paramedics even touched Phoebe to check if she was still alive or whether she felt warm or cold. Roland Legg believes that narrowing down her approximate time of death, even by a few hours, could have assisted the investigation. Other homicide detectives we've spoken with privately about Phoebe's case think the same. The forensic pathologist who worked with us on this series, Byron Collins, sees things differently to Roland Legg. According to Collins, the question of whether to try to establish a time of death or not is one that police and pathologists often disagree on. The only person who would be qualified to take a core body temperature would have been the pathologist, Dr Lynch, and he has addressed this issue in a supplementary report of his saying that this sort of exercise in the estimation of the time of death is fraught with difficulties and is of very limited assistance uh, in the investigation of a case. Byron Collins says pathologists are reluctant to give police an approximate time of death because of the difficulties in being precise and the fact that making an estimate can sometimes unintentionally send an investigation in the wrong direction. And the best rule of thumb, if a um, police officer asks how long has the individual been dead, the best answer is sometime after she was last seen alive. 
you don't think in this case it would have been any benefit in the police calling him out there and then to have a look? No, I think it would have been a waste of time if that were his only task to do. I think it would have been um, reasonable for him to go to the scene to see the body in situ. Michael, it's interesting to see how the experts disagree on the issue of time of death. But I reckon in a case like Phoebe's, it couldn't have hurt to try. Yeah, it strikes me as a reasonable question a homicide detective might want answered. So the fact that it wasn't answered just makes the time of death yet another of the many what-ifs or if-onlys in Phoebe's case. OK, that's all from us in this Phoebe's Fall update. Remember to listen out for episode 5. It's all about saying goodbye.